0: This post is an opinion piece. My arguments in favor of storytelling as a practice and a habit to foster a reading culture at home are based on my professional experience and personal beliefs. Photo by Kedit Subianto on Pexels.com In this post I want to introduce storytelling as another pillar of your reading culture. The art of telling stories is part of humanity's collective memory. For millennia, and across all cultures and geographical locations, The course of human progress has been advanced by the power of telling and retelling stories. Stories are the foundation of cultural traditions, myths, religious beliefs, truths about our human condition, the best and worst aspects of humanity. They are a testimony of our shared past, our struggles, our great successes, and the inner capacity we have to adapt and thrive. The most advanced cultures and civilization around the world relied heavily on the power of storytelling. When writing was an exclusive realm and a skill learned by few, as was decoding the first forms of written language, the intellectual and spiritual sustenance of ordinary people came in the form of oral stories, shared around fire or hearth. Language evolved from the need to tell stories, made sense of the world. The oral tradition of storytelling filled the gaps, created, and cultivated bonds between groups of people, provided a sense of origin and a sense of self, past, present, and future. We are all connected through story. Our multiple and diverse stories spring from one single source, the human imagination. That foundational and very human element is there from the start, but as with so many other essential pieces of our human identity, it must be sparked, fanned and cultivated. Greater than storytelling is the greatest technology that humans have ever created. Greater than. Greater than John Westenberg. Having reacquainted ourselves with the power of storytelling, and knowing its importance for language development, cultural development and family bonding. How can we as parents, teachers, therapists, get comfortable with stories, and storytelling as a daily practice at home or in school? I want us to start with the very basics and build up from there. You will find telling and sharing stories with your kids or students is a wonderful and enriching experience for you as much as it is for them. We all want to share our story, that's one reason why social media has become such a popular form of social sharing, and why stories and videos of people doing and sharing authentic experiences has become the trend and even the norm. Nowadays we have plenty of tools to share our stories with and channels from where to broadcast our lives, yet, with children, teens and young adults, I believe we should make a greater effort to connect in a more intimate setting, even if we go virtual, without too many bells and whistles, and mostly, from the heart. Our kids can smell dishonesty from a mile away. They want, appreciate and deserve honesty, sincerity, true colors. They have curiosity and a desire to know where they come from, to help them figure out who they are and where they may want to go. Storytelling must come from the heart, which means it must come from your emotional core, to reach the emotional core of those who are listening. But when you don't feel your heart bursting with stories I get how the idea of sitting down to tell your kids a story can feel overwhelming. You have plenty of stories to tell. Stories you know from your childhood, stories you can transform or create with them, stories about you, your friends, your family, and about the kids themselves. Do not feel you have to come up with these stories on the fly. I suggest you take a moment to write a list of stories you know events in your childhood events in your family's history think of each item on your list as a story prompt for example these are some items that could be on my list little red riding hood example of a story i know well and one i could embellish and change from the original in any way i wanted to make a specific point the story of my first ever go away summer camp example of a story from my childhood a story i can use to illustrate the importance of facing our fears doing new things and making new friends. How did my grandmother raise 15 children? Example of a family story, a story I can use to illustrate the experience of women in the early 20th century. Now that you have your working list of storytelling prompts, the next step is to pick a time for the activity. This will add the elements of expectation and ritualization to it. To begin, I recommend making storytelling time bedtime. This would mean the kids are already in a physical space and frame of mind that may help them to stay quiet, listen and follow along a story without any other distractions. If you are already using bedtime to share read aloud stories, you can alternate reading with telling a story or picking one of their favorite stories, telling it in your own words and coming up with your own twists and turns. Why tell stories to our kids when they have their digital books, interactive books and audio books to tell the stories for us? As I mentioned above, Storytelling is about human connection at its core, and as the author Alex Astor shares on her guest post for Teen Librarian Toolbox, Me and My Abuela, it's about the person's voice, the person who's there, not on a device. Yes, audiobooks, read-along, sing-along books and other recorded materials are great resources for language development. They sure make interacting with books and stories more exciting for the kids, but the time for storytelling should be intimate, enclosed, expressive, vivid, and live. They should hear your voice, see your expressions, even in the dim down light on nightstand or a flashlight. Storytelling is about the people there. Here are a few more ideas about storytelling to guide you through the valiant effort of becoming your family's storyteller. All links to the complete articles below. What makes the basics of a story? People, characters and emotions. Think about the people in your story. Start by picking a single protagonist to revolve the story around. Pick a single emotion you want to unravel for the kids to connect with. Plot, universal yet unexpected, universal themes speak to all of us one way or another. Pick a universal theme like the power of friendship or good versus evil. To make it interesting for you and the child try to pepper the story with unexpected twist and funny or scary surprises, if they are fond of scary stories. Purpose, focus, remember your story should follow a simple structure and have a design end in mind. You must be leading the children toward something, if not, they'll get lost, frustrated and bored, and so will you. Place, set the story in the world they know, or in a completely different environment. Describe things as they are, or make it up. If you find your imagination running out, prompt the kids to fill in the blanks and let yourself be surprised and delighted. As you tell more stories to the kids make mental or actual notes of what worked and what didn't, get to know their taste, likes and dislikes, to custom stories for them or around the characters or types of adventures they want to hear more about. For now, I want to leave you with this final thought, the experience of storytelling is a gift we have and share. It's a gift you give the child who is there listening, bonding, imagining, loving, and a gift you give yourself, the gift of creativity, the gift of time, the gift of making new memories together. If you have given storytelling a chance, are a storytelling pro or are jumping in for the first time, please share the story of your experience with me here. I'd love to know, smiley face. The stories that made me want to become a storyteller. The Four Fundamentals of Storytelling. Six Rules of Great Storytelling, as told by Pixar. Until next time. Hasta la proxima. Como empezar a contar cuentos. Download. Hashtag Bilingual.